You're listening to the True Blue Podcast, sponsored by the Victoria City Police Union. Real stories told by real police officers working in Victoria and Esquimalt. What are the streets of Victoria and Esquimalt really like? The True Blue Podcast will give you some personal insights into what happens when wearing a police uniform. Welcome back to the True Blue Podcast. I'm Matt Waterman. I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is we have a few new episodes that wrap up our one-year series on the Bank of Montreal robbery and shooting. I'm pretty sure you'll find them very compelling and somewhat chilling at times. The bad news is that those episodes will not be released until the OPCC completes their investigation. The Office of the Police Complaint Commissioner is the agency that reviews police conduct for municipal police officers in British Columbia. Let's review some of the processes that occur after an incident like this one. Step one. In this case, police discharge their firearms that resulted in death. That triggers the IAO to complete an investigation that reviews whether or not police action or inaction could be considered for criminal charges. Step two. Also in this case, the RCMP-led Vancouver Island Major Crime Unit conducted a full investigation into the actions of the suspects to determine if further persons could be considered for criminal charges related to the events of 28 June 2022. Step three, the OPCC, will conduct an investigation into whether or not police misconduct occurred during this incident. Now, back to step one. The IO took steps to collect videos, get statements from witness officers, get statements from civilians, uh, and any other evidence found at the scene. All of these help to determine whether or not they recommend criminal charges against the police. Six months after the incident, the IO concluded that no officer committed a criminal offense during this incident. In fact, the IO praised the police for their bravery. Now back to step two. The Vancouver Island Integrated Major Crime Unit also collected evidence. Uh, they likely reviewed all the information collected by the IO and in the end determined that no additional persons appeared to be acting with the suspects in this case. Now back to step three. The OPCC uh, normally would open a file at the beginning of any incident, but they put it into abeyance uh, while the other investigations take place. Arguably one of the reasons they do this is that there's some legislative requirements for them to provide progress reports to those officers involved. And normally, police act investigations are supposed to be wrapped up within a certain period of time. Any police officer involved in a police act incident may be required to provide a statement as per the legislation, regardless of whether that officer is a respondent officer or witness officer. Uh, it is this point that has caused us to delay any further episodes to be released. Simply put, officers may have to answer uh, to the fact that they said something on the podcast 
that could differ from a statement or other evidence that puts that communication into question. They could be subject to discipline under the Police Act. This podcast does not want any officer to be considered for discipline. The OPCC traditionally waits for all other bodies to complete their investigation. They get copies of that report before commencing their investigation. I personally believe this process could be streamlined and I'd suggest to you that many parts of this process don't mix well with the other parts. There's a bit of a political power struggle going on. The police officers involved in this incident have been waiting for 16 months so far, and it sounds like the OPCC has only recently received copies of the other two investigative processes, and that investigators hope to interview the officers involved, likely in January or February of 2024. The conclusion of this investigation determined whether the police uh, had any misconduct uh, could very easily reach the two-year mark. Police Act investigations and any resulting discipline were originally intended to be fair and swift. Unfortunately, it's the waiting that has become the bane of every police officer involved in Police Act investigations. Police officers in this case have gone through extreme life-changing trauma, significant change to their emotional strength and resiliency, and potentially their families have suffered from all of these things. I'm disappointed the system continues to punish police officers by the mere process rather than focus on streamlining it. It takes too long. I expect no officer in this case has committed misconduct, but only time will tell. It's an honor to speak with these officers and hear them talk about their experiences, and it confirms the excellent people working to keep our community safe. I can see their bright, shiny faces when I talk to them and when they get a chance to really talk about what's happened to them. The True Blue Podcast will continue to produce interesting episodes, and we hope you continue to follow us. I'm very confident the delayed episodes will be outstanding. To all first responders out there, be safe. Thank you for listening to the True Blue Podcast. Join us next time for more stories about policing in Victoria and Esquimalt. The True Blue Podcast is sponsored by the Victoria City Police Union. Thanks to our media partners, H2 Accelerator, who have helped design and deliver our new improved marketing strategies. Thank you to our master of music, Gord McKee. Special thanks to the creators of the True Blue Podcast, Host, Matt Waterman. Sound and editing, Todd Mason. Concept design, Daryl Baswick. And sidekick, Steve, for the production and sound studio. Thank you for listening to the True Blue Podcast. 